0: Um, so let's get started. Um, tell us how you start your typical day.
1: Oh So I start my typical day and it's not cliche with um, spending time with God That's the way I start my typical day um, I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna listen to some church music or I'm going to listen to the word. I don't think I can go throughout my day without doing that because I do have a um, pretty stressful job that I actually love. I'm very compassionate about, but it takes a lot. It does. It takes a lot. So that's how I begin my day to make sure that I'm ready for whatever that can, that's going to come at me.
2: So I usually start my day. Um, well, good morning, everyone. Um, I start my day waking up probably about 3 or 4 o'clock every morning. I have some sleeping issues, obviously. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to start reading. And I do that because I think it's very important to stay um, current with current events. You need to know what's going on in my business, because I'm going to come in contact with people throughout the day. And for me, I want to have those things that I know about, whether it's talking about business, whether it's talking about certain things that are going on, because that's the, the space that I play in. And then I'm probably going to hear somebody in the bathroom playing music through a speaker wide open um, and listening to the Bible. So that's going to pull me in. So I get it all, you know, from that time that she gets up. That's how it starts off every day.
0: Yeah. OK, so I totally fumbled the ball on announcing best you. So tell us um, about your journey. Um, Cause you stayed in school
1: yeah
0: uh, yeah yeah you stayed in school tell us about your journey I, and first of all let me take a step back when i met gina regina she always knew she was going to be a nurse she always knew she was going to be a nurse but she want you wanted to be a crna though right yeah at one point i did yeah so that's 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 that was a that was the deal so can you talk to us about the transition from Possibly being CRNA to becoming um, DMP in the mental health space.
1: So, you want the the real sad or the fake sad? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I'm going to give you um, you know the truth. I'll tell you the truth. So, initially, I wanted to do CRNA, and that's strictly because of the money, you know, and um, life. It comes at you, right? And so basically I could not afford to stop working and go to school. I didn't want to stop working and go to school because of the fact that ultimately I was a single parent and I knew my son was dependent upon me and I didn't want to come out of school with all of this dead and I still wanted to be able to maintain so I switched over and did the NP route, which allowed me to still work uh, full time at the bedside and ICU, as well as um, as well as return to school for grad school. So that's what I did. That's how I became a psych nurse practitioner, um, as well as I went back to school and did my doctorate. So I do have a doctorate in nursing practice. And here I am today, yes. specializing oh, in psych.
0: Love for her being here today. Well, today look good on you, sis. Hey, oh, yeah. thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, awesome. Now, um, Sheldon, give us some background on. I don't know your proper military rank, and I'm sure it's extremely high. Um, But tell us about that. (laughs) And then also tell us about the segue from military into entrepreneurship, because that's a big deal.
2: It is. And um, so let me be 100% transparent. I'm not retired from the military. Um, I come from the military all of my life. Um, From childhood, my mother was married a couple of times. So she was married to. Am I being too candid for you guys? Because you guys are looking real stiff in here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have some fun on this. So my mother was married to a, a, a army guy and a marine guy. Now, so I got to see both. Um, army guy was cool. Marine was just stone cold crazy.
0: <laughs>
2: so I knew I wasn't gonna go that route. And if you're well traveled, I'm from a big city of Jacksonville, North Carolina. <laughs> okay. So, you know, you get to be around the Marines, you get to see those things, but my family has a very rich tradition of military people. And growing up, I always saw them when they came home, especially my uncles. People gave them all kinds of respect. And they always made them feel good and they come with their uniform and all that, and I said, "Wow, that's the way to go." And so um, going through high school, I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, they made me feel like I couldn't go to college. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I didn't have what it took to go to college. And so me, I'm saying I'm going to go in the military. In the 10th grade, I joined something, uh, what they call the delayed entry program. And so in the 10th grade, I joined the military. So as soon as I graduated, three days after that, I was gone. And I'm going to tell you, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, If you stay around your family all the time, you're pretty much going to be modeling what you see. That's your culture, right? And so as soon as I left, I got stationed uh, down at uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, Had never been out of the country. Sent me right to Germany. Uh, Got in Germany, stayed there, got around a bunch of guys, learned a lot. going to fast forward, came back, went to Fort Stewart, got out of Fort Stewart, started going to school at, uh, if you will, traveled again, Greensboro, North Carolina, went to Gifford Tech, went over to the Aggies. Any Aggie pride in here? No Aggies? Okay. So that route there, came out of that, didn't finish. Had a family, started making money, thought I was doing good. I was blessed enough to have great relationships, which you guys are going to hear about, that people took an interest in me, and they said, this guy's pretty smart. And throughout my life, I've always gone places where people have given me opportunities, people have given me breaks. That's how I ended up working for a company where I learned everything about staffing. It was the largest privately held staffing company in the world at that point. And I didn't know anything about it, I didn't know how good I could be at it, but I went from being good to being great in it. And I'm gonna tell you something just to fast forward. When you're placed in a room with people, you're not there just because, you're there for a cause, figure it out. As such, the table that I'm back there with now, I don't know some of those people, but we had enough sense, and I encourage you to do the same, where we exchange information, because you don't know who God is putting you in the midst of, right? Mm -hmm. So that's my fast version, I'll give you guys more, but as far as entrepreneur, I'm a beast. I am a beast.
0: Y'all heard the man, he said he a beast. I'm a beast. (laughs)
2: I'm not cocky, I'm not arrogant, I'm extremely confident in what I do. And when you go into places, and you just have that swag on you, you know you're gonna walk out of there with the business. And when you leave out of here today, I want you to feel the same way, get that swag on you that your lab is gonna be the it. I don't curse, Yeah, that's right, it's gonna be the it. So from an entrepreneur, this is what I do, I love it, I am fearless, fearless. And I know you guys can feel it. I know you can feel it, it's all over you as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to you guys coming out of here saying this is the best place you could have been. Your future, let me say this. I see you somewhere in the future looking better than you look right now. Remember that.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay. Y'all fired up?
1: Yeah. Let's go. Right. Listen, he will, he will fire you up. Let's go. You know, I'm, he's my biggest cheerleader. Let's go. Before I met Sheldon, um, I always thought and wondered if I could have my own practice. And it wasn't until I met Sheldon that you can do this, Regina. You got this. So can you guys. He was my biggest cheerleader.
2: You're black, beautiful, strong, powerful. Can't kill you. Been trying to take you guys out. Antoine Fisher said, what? It's my time. It's your time, ladies.
0: All right. Is it y'all time? Um, I just want to make an announcement, church announcement, that it is really cold in here. (laughs) That's probably why they can't move. Maybe we need to open the doors, you know? Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, can I piggyback off some of what y'all said? Let's go. Okay, because I got my questions, but I love um, the organic conversation. So, first of all, tell us real quick, tell tell us the love story.
2: This is deep. <laughs> my story, her story. Listen to her story, and then I'll clean it up.
1: <laughs> now, let me clean your story up. <laughs> Yeah, let me clean your so story So here's up. how it
2: happened. Um, if you guys can tell, I love having fun. I love just life. So I play a lot of golf, and probably a couple days a week. She'll tell you that. And uh, I was at a tournament with one of my uh, golf friends. <laughs> And my girlfriend, I was single at the time, and his wife came in, and um, Kelly and Renee, I called them our sponsors. So um, we were just sitting there joking, and Renee comes in, and she says, you know, you're single. What's going on? I said, nah, I'm, I'm no, I'm not dating anybody. I'm single. And uh, I said, you know, I am the, um, the DEMB. And she says, what's that? I said, I'm Dallas's, or the DEMB, Dallas's most eligible bachelor. So we had this big joke going. Nice. But at that point, I really wasn't dating anybody. I'd come out of a divorce. Uh, I had two kids that I was raising. I ended up with the custody of the kids. And so my life is, is a little different at that point. And um, so I said, hey, if you know anybody, meet them. I, I really would like to meet them. You know, That's just where I am in my life. So fast forward, it took about maybe 9, 10 months. And uh, I'd see Kelly periodically. And Kelly said, Kelly, what's going on? He said, man, I think Renee's really working for you. I said, "Okay, cool. So um, I go to, I think, Brazil. I come back off of a trip, because that time, I was just doing a lot of traveling. Um, Really, because I could, to be honest with you guys. That was my escape. You know, no drinking, no partying, none of that. That just wasn't my life. And so I got back, and Regina ended up calling me, because we were going to go, well, they called me and said well, they wanted us to go on a double date, and we didn't, we didn't happen. They were going out for something else to take care of with her family, and then so she said, hey, give him my phone number, yeah. and then she calls me. We started talking on the phone for how long?
1: I didn't call you, brother. Well, you told me to tell my story.
2: <laughs> I'm, making my st- I'm making myself shine up in here. <laughs> now, if you want to take it from here, you can. <laughs> So we talked for a minute. Um, she was going out on the guy with a guy that night. <laughs> I was back up because he stood up. <laughs> she told me he ghosted her. Yeah, and, uh, your laugh, lady. Yeah. Yeah. and so she called me. I was a fill-in, And then you can tell your story.
1: So listen, <laughs> I did not call him. <laughs> so we were supposed to meet probably off and on. Maybe about six to nine months. It was something yep. of that nature. Um, so Kelly and Sheldon they play golf together. I know Renee. She was a she is a drug rep that calls on the clinic that I was working for at the time. And actually, she still calls on the clinic that I currently um, operate and own, own and operate. But anyway, so for whatever reason or another within these six to nine months, we never got a chance to meet. And the very first time that we were actually had like made plans to meet, they had to go out of town, they being Kelly and Renee. Anyway, so they went out of town and I'm like, well, listen, that would have been odd anyway for us to be on this double date. We don't know each other, so why don't you just give him my number and have him have him to call me, and maybe we can meet up for you know coffee or something of of that nature. He's
2: trying to fill me out.
1: Yeah, okay. I was. Anyway, yeah. so that's what Renee did. Renee gave him my my information, my number, and he's he's right. I was actually supposed to be going out on a date with somebody else. He ghosted me. Not Sh- me no not him but right. the guy that I was going out with he was he goes to be he didn't call which is great right because <laughs> this is where I met now but anyway so fast forward we um Sheldon had been out of town he came back in he called and I was like sure I'll meet you still didn't hear from the guy and so I got dressed and I meet up with Sheldon that was November the 16th, 2019, and lit- literally we've been together ever since. We were, um, we met in 2019 on November the 16th, we got engaged December the I think December the 19th or December the 23rd True. of 2019, like literally five weeks later, we were married within three months. On um, February 29th, it was, leap, it was the leap year of 2019.
2: I've been leaping ever since.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And so, um, so that's, that's our story. And right, so we got, um, we got married in 2020. Mm-hmm. Remember, COVID hit. So which forced us home together. And um not only were we home together, but our kids were home too with us. And mind you we're um, rusty boys. Yes. And so um we were able to really, really get to know each other in a very intimate way. Had it not been for COVID, we probably would we wouldn't be we would not be as close as we we are today, I feel like, because we were forced to be together, and like I said, we hadn't been we hadn't known each other, but for three months when we got married. we hadn't known each other, but for five weeks when we said um, when we got engaged: No cap three years later and <laughs> and and here we are, and there's never been a regret, and it was funny because my family my limited amount of friends, they know that I'm a planner. And, um, and it's not like I needed Sheldon, it's not like Sheldon needed me. We were two people that were willing, we were willing to do this together. And it's been great,
0: it has. Yes, black love. I love that. So a few questions for y'all. Um, So about the morning routine, right? So I asked about the morning routine because I feel like that is so important in entrepreneurship. How Mm -hmm. you start your day has a lot to do with how you're going to end that day or how that day is going to end. Now, bringing relationship into it, right? Because both of you, you was your own woman. Sheldon was his own man, right? How do you balance... Your individuality. So, like, when you, you know, you, hey, you, you get read up in the morning so you can make sure if, if whatever is trending, you can speak on it. But then Regina come in there with her, you know, Fred Hammond. Yes. And busting up your groove. Like, so how do y'all handle sometimes when there is, I don't really like the word contention or conflict, but like, how do how do you, have, cause it's really just two people being individuals, right? Yeah. So how do you handle it when, it when it potentially or does this type of thing? Let me to take that. Sure.
2: Um, so I think I'm pretty, pretty black and white, right? Um, and I would think for us, what has worked best is, and I can be extremely aggressive, and I'm using that word very freely, aggressive And hey, I, this is how it should be, because I just want to move, go, 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 go. Um, With Regina, um, she's much different. Um, And when we first met, she helped me a lot. Um, She would be the first one to say, hey, I'm sorry. And I'm like, dang, but you didn't do anything. And it kind of made me pull back and look at myself, because then I said, well, dang, she keeps saying, she, she beat me to it. I'm gonna start beating her to it. <laughs> and so out of that, um, I've learned in our relationship just to allow the person to be themselves and accept them as yourself. I think when you've been by yourself and you've been single um, a lot, you like things your way. We all do. And you tend to think that your way is the right way. And so I think for us, what has really happened is, and then as a man, let me just be candid with you guys, because it don't seem like you guys really like men in here. I don't see number of women with the lab. So I'm going to give y'all this nugget. Um, most men are insecure. We're very insecure. And so we try to stay in control so we don't have to let ourselves become vulnerable. So I think in this particular situation with her, uh, it's worked that way for us very well for me to appreciate what she brings to the table because the Bible says that your wife is a help meet. So she helps you meet your goals.
0: Now, don't go give and keep no ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's
2: really been the thing for me. I appreciate and value her for what she brings to the table, and I really believe that she is someone that helps me, um, and I help her, but I can only help her. And be helped if I'm willing to listen to her and value what she brings to the table. Does that help anybody? That makes sense? Okay.
0: Okay, so next question is um, Sheldon, you were mentioning to us, like, you know, like, hey, when I get up, I wanna see the news, I wanna see what's happening. And I'm sure too, with you as well, Regina, um, I feel like mental health, like, out of, I know everything about our health matters, but like, Mm -hmm mental health right is so serious so i know you have to also stay well versed as well what are, what is for each of you what is your let's say your number one go-to as an entrepreneur like for me i like i'll tell folks like hey if you're opening up a lab you need to go to cdc every day You need to see what's happening. You need to see what CDC had said every day, whether you think they're a conspiracy, it don't matter. They're the authority right now, right? So you need to definitely be checking CDC. So as an entrepreneur for each of you, what's that number one resource that is like, hey, I gotta check this every day or every week or every month. Like I'm definitely gonna check that because there's so much information that comes at us, but what is that thing that you trust other than the Bible? So,
1: I listen to a couple of podcasts as it relates to psychiatry, um, Carlot Psychiatry, because he always promotes that he's non-biased. And so um, so I do, I listen to that. Also, tune in to like NEI podcast, so different podcasts related to mental health. Thank you. Yeah.
0: What about you, Sheldon? What's your go-to for, um, and is it... Nowadays, is it IT, is it technology in general, or is it staffing or consulting or golf?
2: So I, for me, it, it's, it's, most of the time it's going to be uh, the American Staffing Association. Um, they're the ones who really tend to show us things that are going on in our industry. Um, but I think one that I have to look at oftentimes is I have to see what's going on with companies that are hiring and laying off. My company mainly focuses on the IT field, so I'm sure you've seen there laying off tens of thousands of people. Well, that directly affects me in a big way. So it's very important for me to, you know, read any um, articles or just go and look under the technology section and see what's going on. Um, So that's something I'm going to do every single day. It makes a big difference.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Um another thing that I was thinking of as you all were um you know sharing your stories. So um Sheldon you were previously married, Regina you pre- previously had relationships and then previously married to Previously married. And relationships. And relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I you two joker. joker. Okay. So and then covid hits and you know you, because like, right during COVID, there were some people who were having to spend all this time together. And I heard that there was an increase in domestic violence. And, you know, so for some people we were seeing more people break up Mm -hmm. than actually stay together. How do you, how do you balance or what's your secret or what's your recommendation to a blended family, a beautiful blended family that you have considering all of those things it's a lot
1: of give and take it's a lot of adjusting um it's a lot of communicating it's a lot of respect and um i'm i'm going to stick with those things look at them (laughs) looking at me but yeah um what
2: so she says a blended family so let me give you guys something we have a 19 year old 22, 26, and 30. 35, Thirty-five. 35. Yeah. right? All of them boys. Three of them are in college. The oldest is married. and We, we have a grandbaby, too. We had a grandbaby. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, from my side, from where I sit, I think what worked for us was really just being mature. Um, you know, when you have a family, you have a responsibility mm-hmm. and if you let your feelings get in the way and you start being emotional, it's going to be tough to make it work. Yeah. Uh, I found with Jairus, which is Regina's only blood child, it was a struggle because he hadn't really dealt with a man like me. I like mm-hmm. to think that I'm a man's man and coming in, if I would have responded to him and went to the place where he was, we probably wouldn't get along. Mm -hmm. I literally had to kiss his behind, which was very hard for me to do. Am I being candid with you guys? I am. In order for us to get along, but I understood what it was about. Now we have such a loving, healthy relationship. And to be more direct, Sheila, I think it's about being consistent.
0: Consistent, Consistent. yeah, consistency.
2: You You gotta be consistent. That's different.
0: Yeah. That's different. And now, and we're gonna layer in business. So is it is it your family values, those core family values you have that also allow you to be in business together? Well, not necessarily be in business together, but Regina has Best You, you've got Phoenix System, so how do that, How? yeah.
1: So actually we are in business together, okay. um, even though, um, Sheldon had Phoenix Systems before we came together. He always included me in Phoenix Systems, and Best you came about um, within the marriage, and he's a part of Best you So one of the core things that we do um, and what we believe in is we don't separate we don't separate anything Um, we don't separate finances we don't separate you know this is mine this is yours you know we're truly in this thing together you know so we're gonna rise together we're gonna fall together we're gonna rise together again and we're gonna stay floating you know flying high like an eagle so we're we're to we're together regardless and um our optics look good you know up here and in front of people but even behind the scenes we are this is this is who we are you know we spend a lot of time together um you know how they have these communities you know nowadays these communities are are all about live work and play that that's what we do we live work and play together I've never spent as much time as I have with anybody in my life, you know. Um, Literally, we wake up together, we're working together, we come home together, you know. We live and breathe Sheldon and Regina because we're about making this work not only for us, but for our family.
2: And we believe marriage is is a business.
1: We do. We believe ma- marriage is a business. And when I was previously married, um, my spouse at that time, he told me that I treated my business—I mean, our marriage—like a business, and that was a problem. Uh, but it is a marriage. Is a business, and I've been blessed to be with somebody that also sees sees that marriage is a business.
2: And I want to piggyback on this. Um, I think it's very important when we first met, we were talking about credit scores.
1: Oh yeah, we were very open about a lot of things. You know, hey, what's your, what kind of debt you're in? What's your credit score? Sure. How, how do you pay bills?
2: So I think when, you, when you're talking about business, it's, it's all the same for us, right? If you look at your relationship, you have a budget um you should be seeing what your income is what your outgo is the same thing in your businesses when you launch your lab look at your balance sheets you know know what your outgo is know what your income is right know what your you have to know all those things so when we're talking we're not just talking about us it's not about us as a couple it's about us as a business because we're looking at each other as a business so that's how we feel
0: I
1: love and that. we've done a lot of great things together within these three years. I mean, we've done a we've done a lot. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Why did you all become entrepreneurs?
2: Mm. So, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Never did. Uh, I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was. Um. Uh, had no idea. As I was stating, very on a micro scale, uh, I've always just put my head down and worked. And if I saw something in front of me to do, I'm going to always go and do the best that I can do. And so in preparation for this, um, I I looked up the entrepreneur definition, and I read it to you guys. I don't even think most of us even look at it this way. Um, But it was very impactful to me. If I can find it, it says an entrepreneur, um, it would stop working here, wouldn't it? It says an entrepreneur is a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taken on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so. Mm-hmm. Never even thought about it that way. Um, so I've always taken risks much like you guys are doing in here. Um, but I'm always going to bet on me. Uh, and there's something that someone puts in front of you, learn it. So how I got into this um, business, I was working for one company, did very well with them. My mother got ill, and I wanted to move closer to my mother. And I went to work for another company who offered me a whole bunch of money to come leave another company. And, um, Interview with them, they like triple my salary, and I thought I was gonna do it. But I interviewed them in the airport, never went to their building, and I got there and I found out it wasn't everything they said it was. But let me tell you how God works. I worked for them for about ten months. They came in, they said, "Sheldon, we're not making the money. We need to make. We need you to go straight commission. Um, you know, can you do that?" I ain't stupid. I'm like, if I ain't making no money now and I go straight commission, I'm not going to make any money because you're not going to be able to pay me. So uh, I resigned. I took a weekend. I built my own website, uh, incorporated my business, said I'm going to try it. I um, wasn't using the word entrepreneur. I'm going to try it. If I don't make it, I can always go back and work somewhere because I know I'm good at what I'm doing. I called on a company you guys may have heard of, BB&T. bb and does that ring a bell? Branch Making and Trust, Sun Trust now became Truist. Uh, I called on those guys um, and I said, hey, you know, can you guys give me an opportunity to work with you? In the meantime, I started a janitorial cleaning business. And I was doing that, thought I was going to do well with that, put some people in position. They weren't showing up to work. Who do you guys think was going to clean at night? Me. I didn't make it in one weekend from going to see my mother. I got there late, one site, got cussed out. The guy sat me down and cursed me out about cleaning some toilets and took the contract. I didn't say anything to him. And God put me in a position where I became uh, somebody very different at that point. And the guy was cursing me out, belittling me. And I said, my God, there's somebody that's really doing this that has to do this, and someone is treating them like crap. And I didn't say anything to the guy. I let him curse me out, and I left. And at that point, I said, "Okay, what am I going to do? So I committed and devoted, called them, all kinds of companies, for about a month. I landed a quarter-million-dollar contract with BB&T. When the people were coming to work with me, they said, how do you get this contract? I didn't even have an office. People were meeting me in a public space to sign up to come work for my company. I didn't do a business plan. I didn't take a loan. I didn't do any of that because I didn't know it was supposed to be done. Again, I just stumbled into this, but I bet on me. Along the way, as where I'm saying about relationships, I began to meet people and they just kept helping me and kept helping me and kept helping me and kept giving me breaks and kept giving me breaks. And I've been in business now 20, 22 years. And in all transparency, my company makes millions of dollars every single year. Millions of dollars. Been doing it now 20 some years. But that's not the big part. The big part is I take risks. I took a risk. That's how I became an entrepreneur. It doesn't change me. It doesn't make me any different than anyone or better than anyone. I just maximize what opportunities that I had, and that's what an entrepreneur is going to do. Take a risk on yourself, and, and the financial risk, financial risk is there, but you know, the risk should be greater and rewarding will come to you. Make sense? Thank you.
0: Congratulations.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And I love that. what I do. Did that just inspire y'all? Yeah. yeah, it did.
2: Can I give them a, a real nugget? I love it. Do we have time? Yeah, yeah, How many of you guys in here have graduated college and have degrees? How many of you haven't? So I didn't finish college. I go in rooms with millionaires, multimillionaires. They got all kinds of pedigrees and degrees. Let me be honest with you guys. When I first started going in these rooms, I'd feel like really inferior to them. I really did. And there was a point in my life where I was like, dang, I didn't do it that way. Don't let that stop you. Don't let it deter you. Because you can have all the degrees that you want in life. And if you don't have the skills, you don't have the resources, you don't have the temperament, you don't have the opportunities, you're not going to make it. So whatever that you don't have in here, don't let that make you feel any less than what you are. Um, You can make it with what you have. Use what you have. And I'm telling you that I know it for a fact. I used to go in rooms and I wouldn't say it until I found out that most of my buddies that are making millions of dollars, they dropped out of school too. So don't ever feel like you don't have enough. Everything that you have, God has already given it to you. And I'm going to keep telling you guys this all weekend you got what it takes. Make it happen. You can do it. Don't worry about the money, the money's going to come. Just stay consistent.
0: So, speaking of money, yeah. Regina, do you measure success in your business primarily financially or non financially?
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. A little bit of both, Sheila, um, because of course, I need the money in order to <laughs> stay afloat. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I also, I measure my success by at the end of my day, who have I helped, you know, yeah. um, what I do even though is draining is, is very, it's very rewarding. If I've helped one person, you know, that means everything to me. Um, so my relationships with my clients with with my patients um that's how i measure my, my success because they keep coming back yeah. you know and not only that they send me other patients you, you know uh, when i when i left the company that, that i've been working with for that's about four and a half years i was working for prime with dr air it was my plans to maybe take like a three month break like a pause and just have me some me time literally i my last day at work was like that tuesday that monday i was back up and running and i started off um working telly at home and then we moved we bought a building and we moved into the building i think that september that august or something like that Mm -hmm yeah and anyway i never i never missed a beat i never missed a beat my my patients they found me Um, they referred other people to me Um, the relationships that i made in the community within the mental health within the mental health um space um they referred to me and i have a network of therapists a network of of primary care care places that we just have a really good referring relationship so i never i've never gone without patients Mm -hmm. i'm always full i'm always booked um right now i'm probably about four to five weeks out in new patient evals and um, it was my plans to just work Monday through Wednesday, have Thursdays off as like an admin day. Fridays I'm gonna be off anyway cause I need a, at least a four day, um, at least a three day weekend. And I've, I'm working on Thursdays just to make sure I don't keep pushing patients out. So I've never gone without best you has never gone without Mm -hmm. and for that i'm really thank i'm really thankful and that's because of relationships Mm -hmm. relationships that that i'm building as well as um just being true and authentic and authentic to myself and to my clients that's
0: good yes i hear some claps and snaps So we're going to ask some other serial entrepreneur couples to join us now, but um, I just want to say how thankful I am to God for um, you all being in our lives. I want to thank you so much for being here to bless the people. I want to thank you for the example that y'all are, because we need more of this in our community. Um, We definitely... We want to rah rah all of your accomplishments, everything that you've been through, all your perseverance, all your determination, all of your good intention. But it needs to become more of the norm in our community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because y'all have, you know, overcome things personally, but you didn't let it um, tarnish your hearts. We can see that how y'all are sharing, you know, the love between the two of you, the love, you know, that you speak of for your family. So I just want to commend y'all and thank y'all and praise the Lord just for y'all being here. So thank you.
1: Just a a couple of things. So I know you asked, how how do we begin our day? Um, One of the things is also, how do I end my day? I'm going to end my day the same way that I began. And not only do I pray, you know, me and my husband, we're, we're ending our day in prayer. Okay. Um, And one of the things that I do on my way coming home, when I'm transitioning from the office to work, because I know that a lot of things are, it's pulled, it's pulled out, you know. I'm going to work, I'm full, my cup is full, right? And by the time I come home, my cup is, it's pretty empty, at least it was. But one of the things that I've started doing is praying, God, you know, I need for you to refill my cup. Because the same way I was present for my clients, I need to be able to be present for my spouse. I need to be able to be present for um, my mom, my kids, you know. So just refill me because I don't want to shortchange them because I've given everything that I have to my clients. And even when I'm going in, I'm asking God to, um, to fill me up so I can make sure that I'm everything that my clients need at that time. Because sometimes I'm their only point of contact. And just like that with them, sometimes I'm my, my husband's point of contact, his only uh, contact. So I need to be able to be full for him too. So that's how I'm ending my day. And then to piggyback off of the mindset coach. Lashana uh-huh. With Lashana, you know, she mentioned about your mindset. Something I tell my clients every day: Who, who do you talk to more than you talk to anybody else? Be, um, your friends, your 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 spouse, um, your coworkers. You talk to yourself. At least I know I talk to myself more than I talk to anybody else, and most of us do if we're being honest. And you can get into a place where you're, you know, saying a lot of a lot of negative things. So you have to be really intentional in what you're telling yourself. When you notice you're saying what you can't do, what you're not going to be able to do, this and that, all the negatives, watch yourself and like, hold on, I'm, no, I can't do that. I can do. Anything I want to do. This is not true. So you've got to have intentional mm-hmm. conversations with yourself, right. intentional, positive, positive conversations with yourself in order to make it.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yes. Okay, ladies. So Ms. Mrs. Regina Preston-Winston, CEO and board certified mental health nurse practitioner of Best Health. Best you best you. Best, best you best you best you mental health clinic best <laughs> you mental health b y m h c uh-huh yeah. got it mr yeah. sheldon winston phoenix systems all right